0: Welcome to the Metanoia Project. Our mission is to provide positive content tools that will change one's mind, heart, self, and their way of life. Take a listen to today's podcast episode. Hey guys, it's Jennifer and welcome back to the podcast for episode 5. And you may be asking me, why are you recording on a Sunday night at 9 p.m.? Well, I got an explanation for that. Um, this week is going to be a little bit hectic for me. Well, tomorrow I start my brand new job as a marketing manager at a law firm here in Phoenix. And I have some clients I have to meet with. I've got to finish up some projects because, I, like I told you before, I own my own um, business on the side. So I do a little bit of web design, social media marketing. Um, we do videos So there's um, that in that I do. But it's going to be a little hectic, and it's, fourth. like I said, it's 4th of July. And so I decided let's just kick this week off with some positivity. Let's kick it off with a great podcast. And so, yeah, um, today I'm going to talk to you a little bit about joy. And when we come into this world, we don't get an instruction manual on how to live a joyous life or a happy life. Um, If you really think about it for a moment... We don't really need one. Life is much simpler than we think it is. And the purpose of life is joy. When we find that joy, everything falls into place. And so you may ask yourself, well, what is joy? And you know, a simple definition of joy is the emotion of great delight or happiness caused by something good or satisfying, a source of keen pleasure or delight. And basically, joy is an attitude of the heart. And The heart wants what it wants. It forces us to act when reason dictates otherwise. It tears down walls. It breaches boundaries. And for better, it leads us to a place that the head would never go. In the last segment, I gave you a basic definition of joy from Webster's Dictionary. However, definitions are simply descriptions of the way we use words. Words don't have intrinsic definitions. They're given definitions by the way we use them. When I say I want to define joy for you, I'm asking, well, whose joy are we talking about? Or what use of the words are we talking about? So let me give you my definition, and then I'm gonna take it apart one piece at a time. When we commit to daily habits of gratitude and appreciation, We are cultivating one of the highest emotional states you can experience. When you cultivate gratitude, you're able to feel true joy and contentment no matter what you have or don't have in your life. The law of attraction states that like attracts like. When we're grateful for what you already have, you will naturally attract more for what you can be grateful for. However, many people find that it requires great diligence to cultivate a personal, uh, not a personal, but a persistent attitude of appreciation. That's because, that's because we become conditioned to focus on what we don't have, rather than appreciating what we already achieved, or what we have received in life. So when you live life with purpose, your life is going to change dramatically. You'll no longer be looking for happiness or joy somewhere in the future. You'll stop saying to yourself, well, once X happens, then I'll be where I want to be. Then I'll be happy. It doesn't work like that. Instead, you're going to look to your present and say, this is exactly where I want to be right now and nowhere else. Nothing can be more perfect than this precise moment. The emotion that accompanies this is joy. Joy results from total acceptance of your present moment for what you have and for what you don't have. Whenever you project your consciousness away from the present moment and seek happiness in another time or place, you're going to leave joy behind. When all, parts of your, when all parts of you are being fully embraced, where you are right now, you can't help but feel joyful. There's a difference between joy and happiness, but what the difference is, it's difficult to define. For every person who says joy is an underlying truth that good or bad circumstances can't dictate and happiness is rooted in circumstance, there will always be others who think the opposite of that viewpoint. Despite the different perspectives, the idea that holds greater sway today is that happiness depends on external factors to exist. For example, how much money do we have or what car should we buy or what clothes do we wear? Happiness happens to us. Even though we may seek it, desire it, or pursue it, feeling happy is not a choice we make. However, joy, on the other hand, is a choice that is purposefully made. It's an attitude of the heart and spirit, present inside of us as an untapped reservoir of potential. Is it possible to feel joy in difficult times? Yes. Joy doesn't need a smile in order to exist. Although it does feel better with one, joy can share its space, with other emotions, sadness, shame, or anger. Happiness can't. Happiness is not present in darkness and difficulty. Joy never leaves. Joy undergrids our spirits. It brings to life peace and contentment. Joy requires connection. Often the connection is with other people, but it also can be creativity or creation. Joy is present. In the moment, happiness mostly just passes through. When happiness is present, it is larger than life. Nothing seems better or worthy of attention. But happiness is also fickle at times. It can be present for weeks, on end, and gone in an instant. Joy is always constant. You know, Ferris Bueller once said, life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and look around once in a while... You can miss it. And if you don't know who Ferris Bueller is, you need to watch the movie Ferris Bueller's Day Off. You can find it um, on Netflix, Hulu, HBO. Um, You can rent it at a Hollywood video. I don't think there's a Hollywood video anymore. Um, (laughs) Man, the times have changed. Anyways, it's so easy to slip away from being aware. Even with the best intentions before we know it, we find ourselves moving mindlessly through life. We go through the motions, taking care of obligations, inhabiting habit patterns, and meanwhile longing for a time where the to-do list is empty. Our minds are caught in this mental whirlwind. We're missing out on what is already here and in this moment. We feel separate, dead, in, and half alive. Now, if you want to live a joyful life, it's gonna take a commitment. It asks us to be awake and aware in the moments of our lives. Be fully present in the moment. It invites us to stem the momentum of our habits, our jobs, our daily activities, so we can reclaim the peace, appreciation, wonder, awe, and presence that we have. Now, the question is for you, is that do you really want to master the art of living a joyful life and being present in this moment? If you do you should continue listening to the following segment because I have five steps that will help you plant the seeds of joy and it will flourish your life endlessly. So the first thing that you have to do if you want to live a life full of joy is you have to acknowledge and recognize what is working. It is easy to focus on problems and feelings of unhappiness. They grab our attention and they won't let go. It's like a dog feasting on a bone. You have to take stock of what is working in your life and that's an inventory. Is your living situation a good one? Do you know people who you love and appreciate? Do you enjoy your daily runs or a really good home cooked meal? You have to look around you and check out your environment. If your environment is a good one, you're going to be surprised by the bounty that is already present. And if it's not, get out. Get the hell out. Make the changes that you need to li- make the changes that you need so you can live a life of joy. The second thing, live in forgiveness. If you're holding on to a grudge, like I did for 10 years, it's going to be interfering with your joy of life. You're going to be miserable. That requires your attention. Don't let the minutes or years pass you by while you're living in self-righteousness or regret. Get off your ass and forgive. Neutralize the stories from the past. And you need to make the choice to live joyfully now. Then live your life in amends. If you feel wronged by someone or you hurt somebody else, deal with it. Don't let it fester. And I'll tell you from past experience, I let grudges and go. I let grudges go. I let them run their course for 10 freaking years. I've refused to talk to people. I refuse to talk to family members and friends. Because I couldn't let go of the past. Make a lifestyle of living free from hurts and grudges. You're going to feel strong, clear, and empowered. Deal with the crap. Number three. Hang on a second, guys. Number three. Number three, you like my talk? Nah. All right, there we go. Number three, learn from your life experiences. Sometimes the road of life, our journey, it's a bumpy one. If it was a smooth, easy path, it everybody would be doing it. But it's a bumpy one. That's what life is. It's hills, peaks, and valleys. If you want to live a joyful life, you gotta be open to learning from the challenges that life brings you. You gotta be honest with yourselves. What buttons get pushed and recognized when you have dropped into a hole that you can't find, that you can't seem to find your way out of. Or you hit rock bottom like I did. I literally hit rock bottom. I fell off a damn mountain and broke my leg. Difficult life experiences are designed to show us the areas in our lives where we are not yet free. So you need to use these situations and experiences for your own liberation. Take your, take the things that you dealt with, the challenges, that's what's life is going to make, that's what is going to make life meaningful. It's going to make life meaningful because you learn from them and you find your strength from within. You might have noticed that the teachings come out until we understand the lesson. If there's a self-defeating pattern playing out in your life, slow it down so you can come conscious of what you're doing. Then make different and better choices with your eyes wide open. Number five, and this is my favorite one, move in the direction of joy. Every moment in this life, offers you a choice. Take a look at your life, and it will show you what you value. Are you choosing stress, conflict, and unhappiness? What are you choosing? Take a look at it, and it will show you what you value in this life. Life is always about choices. They're the building blocks of life. Joy provides us the perfect barometer for navigating through this life. All we need to do is recognize what brings us joy, then follow it. Simple, right? You need to make room in your life for what is positive, light, and life-affirming. Once you do those things, you will live a life of joy. I I want you to answer these questions. This is your takeaway. These are the questions you need to ask yourselves. Do you live joyfully? Where do you get stuck? How can you manifest joy in your life? So I want you to think about those. And what other suggestions do you have to live a life full of joy? I love to hear it. If you have the Anchor app, send me a voicemail on there and I will play your I'll play your guys' responses on the next week's podcast. Or hit me up on social media. Hey guys, if you like today's episode here on the Menanoia Project, make sure to subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast episodes. Also, make sure to follow us on Instagram at the Metanoia Project Podcast.